One, two, three, four, five. Throwing into traffic on the sideline. They're going to rule it a catch by Manningham. Wide open Tyree, who makes the down. In the wise words of Johnny Drama. Victory! Alrighty, we are back. Giants Bucks 32-31. Just got off the plane about two hours ago. Uh, voice might sound a little sore, but it's it's all good. My knee is a little broken from celebrating and uh, banging it on the seat, but you know what? It's all worth it, man. Listen, uh, I know his voice is bad. I sound like Bane from The Dark Knight, and I do apologize. However, this is very authentic, and, um, you know, I'm excited, man. It was, a, it was a huge win for the Giants, and it's nice to finally get on the board, you know? Yeah, I'm still extremely, extremely hyped over this win. Probably one of the most exciting Giant games we've been to. In a while. Uh, in a while. Um, the Giants are back. Danny Dimes is back. It's Danny Dimes is here. We found our quarterback, yes, and we it's did. extremely exciting to get some new life into the Giants right now. Huge win, one and two. And what are our what are our thoughts? My thing. I wanted to before we get into the positive, which there were plenty of positives. I want to talk about some of the negatives. Um, Jack Rabbit. I don't know if the Monstars took his talent. But he's got some big coverage issues. And listen, Mike Evans is no slouch. He's one of the better receivers in the league. But, you know, Jack Rabbit called everyone out last week, and, and he just he, did, he didn't deliver this week. He really lost us the game. If, if, that, you know, yeah. if that field goal, it's a normal field goal, but he really did almost lose us the game. Yeah, veteran corner, supposed to be the leader of the group, should have stepped up and backed up his words that he had this week. But listen, it's... I, got, I do have faith in Jack Rabbit, it's, though. It's one game. He played terrible. But listen, this football's a team sport. Like, some, like, his other guys had his back. Baker picked him up. Baker picked him up. The defense... Bent but didn't break. They yep. played better when they needed to. They played unbelievable in the second half. They only gave up three points. Yep. So credit to Shermer and Betcher for finally making some halftime adjustments and leading the team to an 18-point comeback. First time in Giants history on the road. Got a win. The rookie class looked unbelievable. Yeah, they did. Dexter Lawrence. Dexter Lawrence. Uh, just to go into some other negative news, unfortunately, Saquon, our, our workhorse, our king. Our king. Uh, he's going to be out for about four to eight weeks. I would imagine that someone of his athletic caliber would be able to get back on more of the, the four-week side. As yeah, but it, that doesn't matter. It has nothing to do with that. I think it's more so that if the Giants are in any position to compete for a playoff spot, which is unlikely right now, but we'll see, the Giants are not going to rush their franchise player back. So he's not going to be back um, until he's 100% fully healthy. Yep, so it's going to be on our boy Wayne Galman, Wayne the Train, who I've spoke very highly of, and it's time to see what he's made of. He's going to he's gonna have to step up in the pass-blocking game. That's where I think you're going to notice Saquon's biggest difference. Uh, right, right when he came out, uh, Jones was under a bunch of pressure, took a bunch of sacks, and maybe that has to do with the ability of Saquon and how good he is in, in the pass-blocking game too. Yeah. So. We're going to have to devise some game plans to continue to get Danny Dimes out of the pocket, give him some extra time. And Making some plays with his feet. Continue to utilize Evan Ingram, who is, I heard someone say, he's probably the most versatile tight end in football. Yeah, I agree with that. Travis Kelsey's probably the best tight end yes. in football. But the, he's a matchup nightmare. You saw what he does. He's, he's one of the fastest guys on the field. Yep. 
uh, in the tight end's body. He's a receiver in the tight end's body. And they use him like a receiver, and that's why he dominates, man. Jones loves him, and obviously with Saquon out, it's going to have to be a group effort on the offensive side of the ball. With, with Now, with Saquon out, do you think the Giants should explore some form of free agent or some form of trade? I, listen, I know Miami's looking to part ways with, uh, with uh, Kenyon Drake. I know C.J. Anderson, like you mentioned earlier, is available. Um, LeGarrette Blount's available. A few of those guys. I don't know. Do you think that the Giants should potentially give up picks for a, for a guy? So I mentioned C.J. Anderson only because he filled in unbelievable for Todd Gurley in the playoffs. And yeah, I mean, the, the offensive line there is very good. Right, but our offensive line is pretty good. Yeah. And as a running back with a good offensive line and a good offense, it's – I mean, listen, no one's going to replace Saquon, but it's kind of a plug-and-play kind of deal. I think somebody could come in and, you know, average four, three to four yards a carry. Yeah. Get a few touchdowns, protect the ball. But listen, I think the Giants are going to ride with Gallman. Uh, Perkins cut, obviously. I, I mean, th- I think they're definitely going to bring in a running back. Well, yeah, we have to now because we just waved Perkins. He's yeah. on the Lions. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's it's all good things in Giants land, man. I mean, that experience, being in the city of Tampa, coming back to a city where I went to school, being with 35 of my friends this weekend, yeah. it was just, I was so proud to be a Giant fan again. The first half was terrible, but just walking out of that stadium with a victory, home field advantage, pretty much on the road uh, in Tampa, it was unbelievable. Unbelievable. And listen, we walked out of the game, uh, we walked out of the out of our seats after the first half, and we're just looking at each other like it's going to be another one of those seasons. And and listen, I don't know what type of halftime adjustments were made, but whatever the Giants did, whatever Pat Shermer, whatever James Betcher did, listen, the 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 Bucks only had three points in the second half. Yeah, I mean that's crazy. And I don't get. <coughs> Why people are calling the Bucks a bad football team? Like no. I get it, they're not a top team, but listen, they beat the Panthers one week before, and they shut out Cam Newton. I understand Cam Newton's hurt, but Daniel Jones, what do you want him to do? You want him to just ask to play the Chiefs defense, the right. Ravens defense, week one? I mean, the guy it was his first NFL start and carved up an NFL team. The man had. Four touchdowns. Oh, no, it really looked like preseason again. It really did. And, listen, his preseason performance, people wanted to knock it, but he pretty much left off right where he left off. Actually, I'm sorry. He played better. better way better. Way better than way preseason because yeah. he had weapons. And getting Golden Tate back after next week, continuing to make this offense run. He loves Darius Slayton. The offense line is ready to go. Yeah. And <laughs> the Giants are fully loaded right now. And I mean, obviously, I don't. Okay, hold on. They're not retract fully, the retract the statement to the not, fans. Uh, let me re, let me retract. They're not fully loaded, but right now the Giants are in a position where the offense looks like it's going to grow. Yes. Very very quickly. True story. Um, speaking of Slayton, Darius Slayton. I mean, Jesus Christ, he's lightning. He's Jones like, loves him. I mean, Jones made the nicest play of the day. We're gonna he, get into the Jones, so we're gonna give Danny Dimes his own segment. Agreed. But Darius Slayton. I mean, he is so fast, and he's so, And the Giants don't have that vertical weapon. You know, with, listen, Latimer, but he's banged up with a concussion. I think Giant uh, Darius Slayton's going to be a burner for the Giants, and it's huge that he's, uh, he's healthy from that hamstring injury. The rookie class performance last week was just crazy. I mean, it's just so clear that the game wasn't too big for them. Connolly looked like he had his nose in almost pick. every tackle, made a clutch pick. Dexter Lawrence finally showing how good he is. Yeah. DeAndre Baker coming off that game in Dallas and Buffalo played relatively well. You didn't hear his name too much, so that's, that's pretty good. That's a good, good thing for a corner. I mean, Chris Godwin was mostly his matchup. He yeah. only had about two catches for about l- less than 20 yards. Yeah, no, I think he had one long catch toward the end on the last drive, but still, I mean, it doesn't matter. De- DeAndre Baker played great yesterday. Slayton's getting open. Doesn't look like the moment's too big for anybody from the rookie class already. 
And, you know, that's going to be our core. That's who Gettleman brought in, and it, it looks like they're trending upward. We, we did have a lot, of, a lot of positives, but I wanted to give a drip kit player of the week. And my drip kit player of the week is going to Sterling Shepard. Sterling Shepard had a touchdown on a beautiful throw from Danny Dimes. He blocks, and we've been, I mean, how many times have we said Sterling Shepard's blocking is unbelievable? I mean, everything that Sterling Shepard does is so about the team, and that's why the Giants gave him this four-year extension. And the way Sterling Shepard's playing, he looks healthy, he looks fast, he's got great hands, he's reliable in the blocking game. Sterling Shepard is one of the better slot receivers in football right now, and it's, and it's really showing on the field. Also, his attitude is unmatched. Yeah. You saw him. He was the last guy off the field after we won the game. Hyping everybody he's hyped. up. He's hyped. Like, he's just an attitude guy. He's about the team, and he really is just a complete NFL football player. Yeah. And that's why we paid him. He deserves the money, and it's showing up. Uh, yeah. He's coming off the concussion. Didn't lose a step. 100 yards, huge touchdown, and he's going to be our guy opposite Golden Tate. Uh, with Evan Ingram in the slot going forward this season. Yeah. Um, why don't we hop into a so, few... Uh, so my drip kit player, biasly, is my boy, Aldrick Rosas. <laughs> Game-winning extra point. I uh, was able to meet up with him Saturday before the game, gave him a bunch of my drip kit tees. Uh, go check out the website, www.thedripkit.com. Yep. Never fit in. Always, always stand, stand out. out. We are now making custom Aldrick Rosas drip design T-shirts. Go check those out. Yeah, those are really dope. You guys got to gotta check it out. All exciting things on Row 1 Sports as well as the Drip Kit um, and Giants Nation right now. Um, there's reasons for hope. We're finally not getting to you guys Monday about all negative things. We're happy. We're relieved. And and it's it's honestly a blessing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a blessing. I, I'm so happy I mean, right there's now. been so many times where we've been on the flight back home from wherever it is, Green Bay, Pittsburgh, and like... We're pissed, and, like, we yeah. spent all this money on these tickets. We love the Giants, but the hotels and the whole thing, and it's just like we lose. And yeah. it feels nice to come back from Tampa after a great weekend with all of our friends just getting a W finally. Yeah, I can't, can't wait to play Washington at home. Daniel Jones, home season debut. But let's, uh, let's get into the Danny Dimes. Let's dissect what he did right, sure. what he did wrong, where he can improve, and what to be excited for. Yeah, so my, my thing about Daniel Jones is, and I think what shocked a lot of people is, just how athletic he is. Um, okay. I know that. I know that we said that in in last episode we said something about he had 17 rushing touchdowns at, at Duke, and it, obviously that's true. But the guy had two rushing touchdowns in one game in his first NFL action, in first regular season action. Like I said last episode, that RPO with Saquon is going to be deadly. In four to six weeks. In four to six weeks, sure. But so we're even going to be using it. Uh, of even, course. Yeah. I mean, that's the type of player he is. And I was comparing Daniel Jones today. I was really comparing him to, to Carson Wentz in terms of just, like, athletic ability with a great arm and just accurate. And I, I don't think that's too far off. How do you feel about that? I mean, the amount of raw talent that he put on film, I yeah. know it's only one week. Um, and you even, can just tell, Even man. dating back to the preseason, like, it's so obvious the skill set that he has. And Obviously, it's only one game. We understand that he's going to continue to make mistakes and he's going to experience a learning curve. But, I mean, look at guys like Sam Donald, Baker Mayfield, guys that were picked in front of him. They haven't put what Daniel Jones put on tape their whole career, really. What Daniel Jones, I mean, he, he played the perfect— Listen, ba- Baker played well last year. However, ba- the, the Browns look lost right now. I mean, just take the play to Slayton where he rolled out on a huge third down, yeah. set his feet, and— Threw a bullet, bullet. 65 yards downfield. I mean, not many quarterbacks. That's Aaron, that. Aaron Rodgers esque. He looked. He looked like Aaron Rodgers. I mean, the, the the plays and the route tree that's that were run. 
I mean, I'll be honest, I don't watch too many Jet games because, you know, I'm a football fan. Also, they took them off TV because they stink so bad. So I just know that it was a point that we've touched on, the Sam Darnold-Saquon debate. I think um, that I mean I think it's I think that's a little early, dead. but yeah, it's, I guess it's time to put that put, put that a nail to bed. in that coffin. Looks yeah. like the Giants nailed this this pick, Daniel Jones. The, the moment doesn't look too big for him. Um, the ball security is an issue. Obviously, not going to overlook it, but you'd rather him fumble when the, the offensive line breaks down than than throw silly. Uh, you can't even compare. I mean, listen, this is so it's such a rookie mistake, and he had the same exact rookie mistake in in the preseason. I mean, it's so much better than throwing interceptions. This, that's more about just making bad decisions with the football. He's not doing that. He's holding the ball, maybe locking onto his receivers a little too long. But when he doesn't do that, he was pretty much flawless. Yeah. I mean, another thing that I love about Daniel Jones is just the, the energy that he brings to the fan base. Like, the fans were going crazy. They're yeah. still going nuts. Social media is going crazy. And I'm sure that that has to be the aura within the team. And the players got to be loving They it. love him. And they're rallying around this kid. Shermer gave him the game ball. He broke down the team. He was like, Giants on three. And it's just like a new face. It's a new voice. And we're so desperate for it that it's just, it's going to be so exciting these next weeks, no matter what happens. Yeah. Um, obviously, Eli, 16 years, did exactly what he, what he needed to do and more for us. Yeah. But... Listen, the fans asked for a change, and we got the change that we wanted. And it happened earlier than we expected. Remember, we were saying in our preseason pods that, you know, if the Giants start one and three, one and four, yeah, you know, they'll they'll go to Jones, and they were zero and two on a, in a tough road game, and they still went to Daniel Jones. That just shows how much yeah. faith they have in this kid. So yeah, I was I was wrong. I was hopeful that we were going to see Eli for the duration of the season because I was confident in him. And I did think that he was going to have a fire under his ass, and I thought that he was going to get the job done for 16-plus games, which I stated. Um, but it's clear that the Giants had Daniel Jones in their back pocket. They knew the talent that they had, yeah, and they knew that was on the shelf, and they didn't want to waste any more time. It's well, you know, it was more so about saving the season as opposed to just— No, the season saved. I mean— The it, season saved. If we went 0-3, the season's dead. For the, for the most part, yeah. We're, we're living to see another week against a very winnable game at home. Yeah. I'm sure we're going to be favored without Saquon. I mean, we're watching Washington right now. I, they just, they're just a mess. I mean, Jesus Christ. There's, there's a lot of teams around the league that are having some quarterback issues when the Giants just— oh, There's fed. another touchdown. 21-0. Who scored? Uh, I don't know. Hopefully it's Burton. Oh, Let's Turbo, Turbo Taylor. Turbo Taylor. No, the Bears are good. We got a we got a fun game against them too. We'll we'll be there as well. But yeah, so yeah, looking at the matchup next week against the Redskins, I fully believe it's a winnable game. I'm sure they're going to have some quarterback switch ups. I fully believe. You that. think they're going to go to Haskins next week? I think they're going to go to Haskins. Case Keenum. I, I mean, I think they're going to use the Giants model. I mean, you went 0 three. You tried. You tried to try out your veteran. Didn't work. Um, you got this young kid sitting there. Let's let's see what he has. So yeah. we'll be there next week. We'll see Watkins. Uh, Haskins yeah. versus Danny Dimes, hopefully. That would be a nice comparison. You know, everyone said the Giants should have taken Haskins, myself included. So first of all, I'd like to apologize to Daniel Jones because, I mean, thank God the Giants didn't take Dwayne Haskins. Jones looks unbelievable. So we'll see how that uh, matchup shapes out next week. So, yeah, next week, I mean, our goal, obviously, to win the football game, get to 2-2, two and two, get to 500. Fully believe without Saquon we could still beat this team. You know, looking looking forward, we're going to play the Vikings, we're going to play the Pats, we're going yeah. to play the Cardinals. Our goal, if Saquon misses six games... No, we, we need to split the next four. You got to split them. 
You got to split them. You got to you got to get back to full strength at yeah. around five hundred. You, you got to think that we're going to beat hopefully beat Washington, and then we're going to we'll probably lose two straight to, to Minnesota and New England, and then beat the Cardinals. Right. I mean, yeah. I don't think that's a, that's such a terrible uh, scenario no. for the Giants. I mean, every single NFL game is important, but you, when you get when you got to you got to be realistic. You need to get hot at the end of the season, um, and it seems like the way this team is meshing right now, it's going to take a little bit. The defense, listen, like, I know what they're putting on, on the field is, is, is atrocious and there's yeah. no defending that, but it, this is still a brand-new defense. Like, yeah. 65% of the defense is new. Yeah. The coach is in his second year. We said it was going to take some time to mesh. And that's but, exactly what's happening. And it's that's taking exactly time. What ha- you saw what happened in the second half. Even in the second half in Buffalo, we played strong. Yeah. We played strong in the second half. Um, I think, the, I think Buffalo week. only had seven points in the Wait, second half. can we talk about that play that Mike Thomas made? Our captain, our defense, of course. I think he should be the drip kit defensive player of the week. That's fine with me. How many more drip kit? How many, how many you want to give out? We're gonna be out. We're gonna be out. We're gonna be out of shirts. Um, Mike Thomas, one of our veteran uh, safeties, uh, you know, Pro Bowl special teamer, had a, it was a third and two, I believe, right? Third and two. And he just made this play, kind of shot across the field and tackled Brate. Yeah. Um, pretty much at the line of scrimmage, forcing a punt to get the ball back in DJ's hands. And, I mean, that's the big, that's pro- I mean, the biggest play of the game is Jones obviously running in for the touchdown. Uh, for the, that on the doesn't fourth, happen without. Without Michael Thomas. So, you know, God, hats off to Mike, Ty- Mike T. Yeah, I mean, they were kind of running the ball down our throats that whole second half. The defense, like I said, was bending, yeah. not breaking. Um, if I remember correctly, Brait comes into motion across the left hand of the field. Mike T follows him and just perfect form tackle exactly what you want to see out of a football player and thank god that it was mike thomas one of our best pure tacklers on special teams and defense because yeah. i don't know the way the game was going i don't see like jabril peppers or bethay coming down and making that clean hit speaking of peppers and, and bethay i i don't love what i'm seeing out of the safety group i'll be honest with you yeah. i think i mean bethay you know had a career high in tackles last year betcher brought him in and to kind of be that you know that safeguard on the defensive uh in the defensive secondary and he looks old, unfortunately. He looks kind of slow, and Jabril Prepper is supposed to have all this upside, and it's just he's getting burned left and right. It's a big problem for the Giants right now. Dexter Lawrence, the, another question that I have with the Giants, and pardon me, but it's a little hard to see without the announcers when you're at the game. Yeah. I don't understand the personnel with the switching in and switching out on third down with Dexter Lawrence and B.J. Hill and Dalvin Thompson. It seems like they don't have a, a concrete rotation. So sometimes it'll be third and five and, and Lawrence will come in and BJ Hill will come out. The only thing with that is I, I agree with you. However, it's possible as rookies and young and second year guys they're kind of just managing their reps, but I think it was so hot. It was literally we were there That's true. it was hundred and ten degrees. Like these guys are three hundred and forty pounds. I think I think it was probably more so managing reps and you know keeping guys hydrated, keeping guys fresh. Yeah. Um Lorenzo Carter Played one of his better games of his career was out. The best player on defense right now is Marcus Golden. Marcus Golden, three yeah. sacks in two, in, two, in uh, three weeks so far. It looks like he's getting back to his 20, Arizona 2017 twelve form. sacks. I mean, the guy has he has he has energy. He's the energizer bunny on the he's, defense. I mean, we need it. We don't have it. He's he's the trigger. He's always making plays. He's, and he's always everywhere. hyping everybody up. He's hyping everybody up. Is exactly what we need. Yeah. And Lorenzo Carter needs to play off him and he needs to continue to get get his I think they could be a nice duo together I think Carter's kind of you know he's he's very he's very raw in terms of talent but he does have a lot of it he's just it's just not fully developed yet I don't think Carter has a ton of the a ton of pass uh, pass rush moves besides but besides the fact that he's very fast 
Golden, though, to me, looks more of like a pure pass rusher. But I think, you know, the both of them together, hopefully they form a nice duo together. Yeah, Carter definitely has the, the physical makeup to be a great pass rusher. Yeah, He's definitely. Got the size, the speed, the strength. X-Man, sack. Yep. Love them. I, li- I like X Men too. I think he, he's fast. Um, the Giants actually, believe it or not, do have a lot of uh, speed on the on the edge. Uh, whether that translates to sacks, not entirely yet. But between X Men, who's who's a fast guy, he's pretty strong as well. Uh, Lorenzo Carter, you know him. He's a very athletic, fast guy too. And um, Marcus Golden, they do have a lot of a lot of speed on the edge. Well, yeah, it just comes down to the fact that football, the ultimate team game. Defense looked horrible again, but we rallied around DJ. Was able to mask some of the issues that we were having with Eli to get our team to the next level. Um, just, pre- I'm just continuously confident that the defense would just mesh. It, it, like if you said, it's a young group. There's definitely talent there. We've put some good things on the field where it would make you think at least that this defense could get better. Uh, the, the rookie class that we brought in was pretty much led us to the victory. It's good to see that the guys that Gettleman brought in, the moment's not too big. They're ready to step up. And they weren't down on themselves going into half down on the road, rookie quarterback. Um, I mean, we've been in that position hundreds of times with Eli, and it kind of just seemed like the team was dead, the game was dead. Now we get into into the half. Sherman makes his adjustment. We come out. First play, boom, Ingram. 75-yard touchdown. Right from there. I'm like, all right, there's a chance. Come out. Stop. Another touchdown to Shep. Yeah. And How the, good was that throw, though, man? I mean, the throw. They my, he was double, favorite, co- double covered. My favorite play that was a full, complete NFL quarterback play was the throw to Darius Slayton down the sideline. He rolls out, evades pressure. Yeah. He he looked that looked nothing like a rookie to me. No, and Kerb Warner said it today. He watched he watched the full tape of D, uh, DJ against the Bucks uh, last night, and he said that. You know his tape that he put on film uh, in that game was one of the cleanest films of all of all the season from the entire regular season, uh, including all quarterbacks. So, I mean, it's obvious that Daniel Jones has a ton of talent and he's going to do wonderful things for the Giants. Another thing that's that's really cool um, is how, like I understand we're paying Eli twenty one million dollars. Should we have brought him back? Or should we have not brought him back? I say yes. Seems like it's helping. It's going to be a debate, but as a fan, it's so cool to watch a guy like Eli on the field and, and communicate with yeah. Daniel Jones and give him feedback. It's so valuable and it's so, so nice to see. Like it's ima- Imagine like Derek Jeter on the Yankees coming back. To Didi. To, to, to Didi yeah. and like, like mentoring him while he's on the field in a jersey. I think it's so cool. It is cool. Uh, all love to Eli. It's so apparent that the love and the respect that he continues to get even as a backup. And he's going to be a, a vital part of the team, just like we said. Even though if he's not on the field, he's still the backup quarterback. That's it's just all—it's all about preparation. His honestly. knowledge is going to be implemented into every single game plan, and it's awesome. I, I love it. I think it's one of the coolest combos that we, we've seen as a Giant fan. T- toward the end of the game, Eli went over to DJ when DJ was getting interviewed on the field. Kind of went up to him, gave him a fist pump, gave him a hug, obviously congratulating him. And yeah. it's just amazing to see that Eli's, you know, kind of taking on that mentorship role that we need him to. Another DJ note uh, in today's day and age. Uh, a lot of these quarterbacks are running around taking big hits. Daniel Jones got lit up a few times. But he pops right he back pops up. He pops right up. I understand that. But as a, as a young, developing rookie, you want to limit his hits. You don't want him running around like Cam Newton and, and ruining his career like that. Yeah. I mean, the guy's hurt frequently. Yep. And we've been re- so reliant on Eli, 16 years, never missed a snap. Uh, we don't know what it's like to have an injured quarterback. So Daniel Jones definitely needs to 
feed off that O-line, stay in the pocket when needed, and not try to make extra yards like we've seen Garoppolo try to do and tear his ACL. And yeah. Those, those free Wentz injuries happen. You know, we don't, we don't want a quarterback like that. We want to continue the Eli Manning trend, healthy, successful quarterbacks that aren't injured. And just a note, um, not saying that anything happened noticeably, uh, but he did take some big, big hits, and we definitely want to limit those. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I, I think we mentioned it before, but the thing, I want to talk about Dexter Lawrence a little more. And I think Dexter Lawrence has the potential to be one of the better interior rushers in the league. And why I say that is because he's so big, but he's so athletic. He has so much potential for the Giants. BJ, man, BJ Hill. I don't know what's going on with BJ Hill. I haven't even heard his name this year. What? He's got to step up. Yeah, of course he's got to step up. Dalvin Tomlinson, I mean, that's just, he's useless. <laughs> yes, he's useless, but I think your point was to kind of bring the attention to Dexter Lawrence and yeah. his ability to push the pocket, and that's why we brought him in, was able to get his hand on the, the extra, extra point. point. It was the biggest play in the game. Which turned out to, you know, win us the game, and that's just goes to another point of just team 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 football um, every single play matters it's a game of inches and that was a huge team win that looks like it changed literally the culture of the team I mean the winning the losing culture we don't feel it we're happy with the win everyone's trending upward and we're freaking excited for Washington another winnable game yeah I agree but yeah I mean what else do you think we could go on we don't have too many fan questions um, someone said to me, earlier in the week, or yesterday actually, if we knew that Daniel Jones was the option at quarterback, why didn't we keep Odell? What do you think about that? I mean, you guys want to complain about Odell now? It's like, is Odell doing anything so great for the Browns? They're one and two. They've lost the the last two games. Um, Would it be nice for, for DJ to have Odell Beckham? Of course it'd be nice to have Odell Beckham. Is it worth having Odell Beckham potentially stunt DJ's growth with his antics and his right. you know his disruptions and stuff like that the Giants didn't think so and that's obviously why they got rid of him yeah I think that was the idea behind trading Odell obviously they knew that they were going to have Daniel Jones and they didn't they wanted that development process to be you know commenced without Odell um, and honestly as a rookie QB with the weapons that he was already given I don't know if there was a need I mean obviously listen Odell is a one in a million talent yeah. uh, would I love to have him on the field of course yes but the team that we built to protect this young kid at quarterback it seems like there was a reasoning behind the madness and, and I like the decision continuously and yeah Odell's in Cleveland playing with Baker Mayfield who by the way isn't playing any better this season than Eli has played in the past two yeah, seasons oh, Baker he's lo- making continuous mistakes yeah. he's running for his life there's no offensive line and they won one game against the worst team in football I know the season's young, but listen, the Browns compared to the Giants, I don't see too much real, you know, in, a, in the end of the season. I don't think they're going to be too, too far off and wins. I, 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 I agree with you. I, the Browns, they, they look lost right now, and Baker Mayfield is trying to do too much, and that's obvious. Uh, listen, the weapons are there, but the offensive line isn't. Listen, we got their right guard. Thank you. I haven't heard thank you. Thank we appreciate you. it. The guy's fucking unbelievable. Excuse my language, but... I mean, I, I, has he let up a pressure? Does anybody come near Daniel Jones with Kevin Zeidler on the field? Yeah. I mean, the offensive line is going to look a hell of a lot better going forward just from the pure ability for Daniel Jones to roll out, create more time for himself. And Daniel Jones' eyes are downfield every single play. Like, this kid is not looking for any sort of check down. He had two, two plays 
where he threw the ball at the line of scrimmage the whole day. That was it. And Eli probably would have had 15. Yes. That's why we were losing by so much but every yeah, time. It's uh, it, the, the playbook right now is wide open. Yeah. After what he did week one, I know I'm sure we didn't want to overdo his workload, but seeing what he was able to do week one, I mean, he can make all the throws from any throwing point, any launching point, anywhere in the field, first down, second down, third down. He's fast, bro. Oh my God! Is he famous? He reached 21 miles an hour. Next gen stats put that up. 21 miles an hour. What is he? A, what is he? A chariot? <laughs> is he a horse? I, I could his. I not to keep harping on it, but could his performance gone any better? Week one. No. I'm, impossible. De- debut week. I one. mean, maybe he couldn't have fumbled, but the fumbles ended up not mattering as much. Yeah. I mean, we're also going to say this. We're we're fully expecting the rookie to make curve. rookie mistakes. Yes. That's the whole point of it. But what we saw week one of his career gives Giant fans hope for the next 10, 12, 15 15 years years that we're going to have a quarterback comparable to Eli Manning and all the successes that he's given us. I think that we're going to get back to the winning ways. Shermer put on a hell of a performance after all the all the concerns that we heard from him. I'm still a big Pat Shermer fan. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, I I like I like Pat Shermer. I think that I think the team rallies around him. Um, The season's young. We were bad last year, but I think Pat Shermer's Starting to get the team on the right track. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, we, we, I'm willing to stick with James Betcher for the short term. Well, listen, if the defense keeps this up, I don't, I don't see James Betcher making this, making it out the season. Honestly, I don't see that either. But I think it, week three would be a little bit premature to fire. D. No, Gordon that's not happening. But if it comes week eight, if it comes week eight, week nine, the Giants are two and seven, and the defense the main problem. There's no chance James Betcher's going to finish the season, right? No, I mean we're giving up close to thirty points a game. There's no way to win football games like that. I mean, I don't care how good your offense is. I don't care if you're the Chiefs. Uh, you're not going to make consistent playoff runs with, with no defense. It's, it's true, and you just brought it up. You just said, you know, thirty giving up 30 points a game. The Giants now need to, to, to start scoring points. Like, the whole thing the last four or five years is the Giants can't score 30 points. Well, what's the reasoning? I guess it's Eli, no? Wouldn't that be the obvious reason? We just I, put up 32 the first time this kid steps on the field. Yeah. The first time. Explain that to me. I mean, I don't want to go down that road yet because it's week one. I agree. That's fair. His first game. I don't want to say the reason why we've been bad for the past two, three seasons is because of Eli. But I don't think that it's fair to put 100% of the blame on him. I mean, all the guy did was show up 16 years straight with... We're not, yeah, but talent. we're not talking I'm about 16 saying, years, though. There's, there's been subpar talent that he's been surrounded by with consistent issues on both sides of the ball. Yes. And just because we, we're extremely happy with DJ and his performance and, and the offensive showing, um, I wouldn't put the blame on Eli yet. But, yes, if, if we go, f- if we continue to win and, and we end up with, with 10 out of the next, what, 14 wins. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm just saying. It, we got to... Listen, I, Eric had a long weekend. He was in the sun all day on I'm Sunday. I'm just saying, if, if this team wins 65 70% of the games the rest of the season without Eli, then I would say, yes, it was, it was 10. I guess. But until then, you, it would be too premature. To I think, I think the offense is so open now that it, DJ just, just, just provides more opportunities to score. And that's what we did. We can't run the RPO. In the, inside the 10-yard line with Eli. It just doesn't happen. No. Right when we did it, he scored right away. Yeah, that's just what it is. I mean, we also can't overlook the fact that we're going to have to try to fill in Saquon, who's the only player in the league probably that's 100% irreplaceable. Yeah. 
no team in terms of yeah, I no agree. team has a player like Saquon that's more important except so for maybe Zeke. 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 No, because if they don't have Zeke, the, the Cowboys are still three now. That's true. That's fair. And they'll probably still go to the playoffs without Zeke. They would. Saquon Barkley. If Eli, if Eli, if we were in that game with Eli and Saquon Barkley gets hit, oh, I think we lose by thirty. I think we lose. I don't think we we score once he goes down. Yeah, no way. And Daniel Jones, the kid, didn't even he didn't even flinch. He actually played better without Saquon because in the second he half he had to do more. He had to do more, and they just completely relied on him to make every single throw. Shep was involved. Benny made some good catches. Evan Ingram played probably his best game of his career, and then not to mention next week we'll probably get Cody Latimer back. I'm really excited. Speaking of getting the guy back, I'm, sp- I'm excited to get Tate back in the next two weeks. I think Golden Tate's going to just open the offense up even more, no? Yeah, I mean, during the preseason he was locked in on Tate more than anybody. Yeah. Obviously we needed to get Tate a few more reps in the preseason. Great, great route runner, though, and gets open a lot. And he was eating up in the preseason, catching unbelievable catches. Like we said, man, it's it's an exciting time to be a Giant fan. It's a unique time to be a Giant fan. It's a little weird. It's, it's a weird. little weird. It's a little weird, not going to lie. But, but it felt, it did feel right, I'm telling you. Walking out of that stadium, I swear to God, I've never been more like proud of, yeah. of what we've done, what we've accomplished. I uh, was able to talk to Dave Gettleman before the game a little bit, took a nice picture with him. Um, and it's just, just nice to see all the things that he did come to fruition. So for, far. For one week. Yeah. For one week. I mean, obviously, NFL and the way we dissect games is very week to week and next week we could be bashing the kid and Daniel Jones and all the decisions like we've been doing but I don't think that's going to be the narrative I think we're going to continue to get better week in and week out get our guys back and uh, look on to Washington next week I mean winnable game home game Danny Dimes debut and I'm excited man what else I'm excited too I think just in terms of looking on to next week I don't the Washington I mean is that a touchdown again? He scored. Washington, they just, they're just down 64 nothing in the first half. Wait, now it says nothing. game can't. They just canceled the game. Yeah. Washington, yeah, no. they're dead. 28 nothing. So that's that's a nice confidence booster, boost for Washington coming into MetLife next week. They're going to be down 28 nothing going into half. They're, I mean, they're let's in shame. Let's feed on that. Let's feed on that. Let's, oh, let's just bury them. Yeah. Foot on the neck, foot on the gas. Rookie QB. Uh, I think we'll see Haskins next week. Yeah, I think we'll see Haskins too, and I think that's a great opportunity for, obviously, Haskins. I, I hope he turns out to have a great career. Obviously not better than Daniel Jones. Yeah. But the defense is going to get to eat up on a rookie QB. Like, that's that should be their, their no, turn. No Trent, no Trent Williams. No Trent Williams, rookie QB at home with all the hype in the world. Like no the, Darius Geis, no defense, receiver weapons. The defense should be watching this Monday Night Football game right now getting amped up. Licking their chops. Because they know that what Daniel Jones have shown the offense is going to do their part. So now the season is 100% reliant on the defense to not give up 30 points. Yeah, that is. Cut it in half. Give up 15. Give up 20. That's what, that's what we give up when we the playoffs. If I told you coming into the season, by week five going into the Washington game, we were 2-2, two and two, what would you tell me? Probably feel pretty good about it, no? Yeah, I would have said that Eli was the quarterback, though. And I would have said, you're probably right, but, <laughs> yeah. but he's not. But either way... The Giants. If That's I would have told, if I told you the Giants with Daniel Jones are two and two, going into going into yeah. Week Five at, at Minnesota, I'm not gonna say I'm confident. Minnesota's a good team. They but, got a great running back, great receivers. Uh, defense is good, pretty decent O line. But yeah, we'll dissect Vikings when we get to the Vikings. Yeah. But just like Pat Shermer's telling the team right now in the locker room, Row One Sports is telling the fans who are listening onto Washington or one zero in the new Daniel Jones era. Let's look forward to doing what we need to do to, to get a win at home against a beat-up Washington division game. Yep. 
and let's get this show on the road, man. It's, it's an exciting time, like we said. Um, that's going to be it for us. You guys remember, guys. You also got to follow us. Hit us up on Twitter at Row One Sports One. Uh, hit us up on Instagram at Row One Sports. We may be doing another little giveaway soon. We're kind of debating on what we should do, so we'll keep you guys posted on the Twitter for that. And yeah, uh, yeah. Giants. Yeah, let's let's get active on social media this week in a positive light. It's, yes, there's been a lot of negative and figuring out what we could do to get better. But now that there's some positive things to work off of, uh, let's go off that. We'll answer all your questions. Social media, Instagram, Drip Kit. One and two. Algebra Rosas Tease. Algebra Rosas. Let's get it. Let's get it.